Chapter 3, Landslide. <laughs> Once uh, again, an aptly named yes, title yes, yes. Uh, yeah. of a chapter. But it's also true Hardy Boys fashion. When we get to that part, I wrote in the margin before I read along, as soon as like the action happened, I wrote, start the timer. <laughs> because I knew it would be just a moment before, before everything was resolved. Yep. Um, but they, uh, the, the chapter starts. Their motorcycles are broken down. Yeah, when they we have last, no tools when we because last they were spoke stolen with you a week ago. Yeah, yeah, tools were stolen by the thief who stole the eyepieces of the telescope. Yep. So now that thing is useless. They're toolless, useless. How are they going to fix this motorbike? Yeah, they're broken down, middle yeah. of nowhere. And uh, old uh, Biff needs to get home. Yeah, for we'll a, find out why later. Yeah, and I'm sure it's a, uh, a reason of you know supper. Or, yeah, know, something very later urgent. in the day. He would take a bus. Yeah. at this point, he's that desperate. He's a desperate man. So Chet puts his hands into his trouser pockets and, with a grin, pulled out a pair of pliers, a screwdriver, and a wrench. <laughs> I was working on the Queen this morning, he explained. Good thing I happened to put these in my pocket. Yes, good thing. Well, remember last chapter when they were running around and climbed through a window? Oh, yeah, you're not going to bust out those tools? And... No, how do you not impale your... L- Imagine putting a screwdriver <laughs> in your pocket and then... Like I'm just... thinking also that, and they're locked in a place. He could be like, well, I got all these tools. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I can pull out my tools. Yeah, I have a why don't you wrench? take this screwdriver and stick it in between the door? Pop that lock. Pop those eyes. Pop those eyes. The hooks yeah. and eyes. But yeah, how how did he not castrate That's himself? True. He was also one of the first to the just library. lay down on his belly. Uh, and just, oh, when he flopped into when the he grass. flopped into the grass. Yeah. yeah, he's like, it's all right. This screwdriver you won't stab me. <laughs> yeah. I fell on my screwdriver. <laughs> Is that Garth? It was Garth. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, <laughs> I'll say. Frank declared gratefully, taking the tools which Chet handed over. Uh, so it's a loose wire, yeah, a, a we, loose connection. We got how they set up the telescope. We got pages on that, but for this, it's like, oh, what's the issue? It's just a loose loose wire. It's taken care of immediately. Frank adjusted the wires, and a moment later, the vehicle's motor was roaring normally. Which I said, but why? Why did that need to be in here? Why did the bike need to break down? To and, reveal that he had the tools in his pockets? And what I, I wish that it was more from the thief. Like more obviously like if you had drained a bunch of the gas or something oh, yeah. or done Siphoned something like something that. Because yeah. if the thief stole the tools and the bike works fine, that yeah. doesn't do anything. It's the one two punch of like, well, I took a, like I, I you know, shredded their timing belt. So it you know it won't last mm-hmm. if they run their motor for fifteen minutes it's gonna break right and then they won't have tools like that's that's yeah. how you you do something I'm slowly here. letting the air leak out of their tires you don't just say like man I hope there's a loose connection and the fact yeah. that I took the tools from both <laughs> these bikes proves to be an inconvenience yeah that's actually, yeah that's really odd you know what this bike probably has on it what's that Bill tools not anymore I'm guessing it's got tools yeah not anymore. You know what's really expensive nowadays? What's that, Frank? Tools. Bike we can tools. sell these. We can flip these. Flip <laughs> all these tools. We buy ugly tools. Move those tools. <laughs> uh, so they fix the bikes. 
let's hope nothing uh, nothing more happens before we get home, Biff said with a wry laugh. I'll second that. For five minutes, the cyclists rode along in silence. Their, thought, <laughs> their thoughts partly on the passing scenery, but mostly on the mystery in which they had become involved. Why write the scenery thing? Yeah. Just say they were thinking about the mystery. Yeah. Why do we have to know about... Unless like, this is more of that, like, they're kids. Yeah. Like, oh, a tree. Oh, is that a tree? They're like <laughs> dogs. Is that a tree? <laughs> they're in a forest. Oh, <laughs> hey, look, over there. Is that a tree? <laughs> yes. Plants, plants. Is it start? Is that a worm? <laughs> yeah, but is it an earthworm? You want to play plant, plant, tree? Yeah. Like duck, duck, goose, but, hey, with, you guys but s- with foliage. <laughs> with foliage. I like that. Plant, plant, tree. With flora. You guys want to sit for five minutes in complete silence? Flora is also now the author's wife. <laughs> oh. uh, Joe's mind uh, was racing with his throbbing motorcycle. I like that line. That's good. I yeah. can picture that. That yeah. put me right there. Yeah, I just, that, That's showing not time. I'm starting to think there's something motorcycle. wrong with his brain if it's throbbing like that. Joe's or, having an aneurysm. Or maybe there's something wrong with the bike because of the thief... Who actually Tampered did something? He's like, yeah, I'll make his motorcycle throb. Yeah, and then he won't have tools to stop the throbbing. But he's not going to know that the bike's throbbing. He's going to think it's his brain. Because <laughs> <laughs> it'll be right alongside his bike. Uh, but he outdistanced his brother in a few minutes. Uh, uh, Frank did not go any faster because of the telescope strapped onto his handlebars. So that's information I was looking for earlier. Yeah. And that must make it really difficult <laughs> and dangerous to drive. If you have a heavy, well, okay. unbalanced telescope. Though. It's got Chet in the back. Telescope up front, Chet, Chet in the back. But it's a motorcycle. It's got wheels in the front. But it needs to balance side to side. And oh, as you yeah. turn and you lean and stuff, if you've got this with its balancing weight that you attach one third of the way down toward the eyepiece. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see figure four on page nine. Uh but, yeah, this just seems a bit precocious. It is very precocious. Um, so they're driving along. There's now We know there's distance and between driving Joe along, and Frank. They're driving along. <laughs> yeah. And Joe... Okay, this, this is strange. I'm going to read this. I know we're just reading most of this chapter because it's like three pages Three pages, long. yeah. Uh, presently, Joe reached a spot on the road where it had been cut out of the hillside on the right. There was a sharp curve here. The motorcycle took it neatly, but he and Beth, he and Biff had Beth. scarcely reached the straightaway beyond when they heard a thunderous sound back of them. What's that? Joe cried out. Biff turned to look over his shoulder. A landslide! He shouted. Oh my god. We didn't need the bike to break down. The landslide is enough. Yeah, and the landslide will bring you down. Or just choose one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. That makes maybe, more maybe. sense. Well, yeah, the landslide's going to bring you down. Maybe the landslide Listen, will bring you down. Well, you know, I've been working, and I don't know lyrics to songs. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been working I've been afraid something. of changing. Dang, I was way off, wasn't I? Because I, I built my life around you. And I saw my reflection in the snow-covered snow hills. Rocks and dirt loosened by recent heavy rainstorms were tumbling down the steep hillside at terrific speed. Frank! 
Joe cried out in horror. He jammed on his brake and disengaged the engine as he ran back to warn his brother. I don't know how far apart they were. Yeah. Use the bike. Yeah, I know. If there's an emergency and you're on a fast motorcycle, which can make quick work of this trip up to the, yeah. the, the, the pilot house, Use the and bike. you need to warn your brother, don't stop the motorcycle and then run back on foot yeah. to a landslide. <laughs> so being in Missouri, we don't have a lot of landslides. Relatively flat for the most yeah. part. I'm struggling to picture what a landslide is. I just I, I I assume like what I've seen on TV like a mudslide, like that's serious. Like that can that's take down stuff. a house. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm struggling to picture what this is. If this is like just some rocks falling off where they where they sort of cut the road out. That's, we get that see, in Missouri. Yeah, where like the highway goes through sort of a little place that they they cut out. But if stuff fell off the top of there, it would just sort of fall off. The, it wouldn't be a huge deal. Right, like landslide, I, I figure to be this like huge I imagine it's land massive. mass, yeah. yeah. But a couple things happen here. One, uh, well, Frank and Chet came around the corner at good speed and ran full tilt into the landslide. Its rumbling sound had been drowned out by the pounding surf and their own roaring motor. The two boys, the motorcycle, and the telescope. <laughs> <laughs> And the telescope, Sheila. <laughs> That's why we had to buy the car. We're not going to strap it to a motorcycle. Well, Frank, I don't want to buy that car. That's Sheila. Sheila needs to be a part of this conversation. Sheila's too. back. They're going to try to work things yeah, out. She's losing it, though. She can't take him anymore. It's she's got the, the station the wagon. Yeah. You made me sell my bike. <laughs> I'm not going to strap your telescope on it. That's exactly why we bought the station wagon. (laughs) The Subaru Outback. (laughs) Paul Hogan said it was a good buy. Uh, So the two boys, the motorcycle and their telescope, were bowled over by the falling rocks and earth. And as the rain of debris finally stopped, Joe and Biff reached their sides. And I wrote, start the timer. (laughs) <laughs> They've just been hit. So there's two things that happened here. That one of two things happened here. Yeah. Depending on this landslide, either it was like pebbles, that like right. Yeah. A few rocks, a couple rocks, maybe some bigger. Yeah. Like yeah. like like imagine like a wheelbarrow full of like pea gravel, like on a playground, like that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Or it's boulders and serious rocks, like any rock bigger than let's say. Even like bigger than a softball. Yeah, you throw that at a motorcycle at the, at the at the at the wheels. Oh, everything's bent. The you're gonna puncture yeah. the gas tank. Irons you will kill the driver. Yeah, uh, like you got serious problems. So you're gonna bend some telescopes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I wrote, start the timer. How long until this is fully resolved? We've had a motorcycle with a telescope, a main character, and a fat guy <laughs> all wrapped up in this uh, hey, Come on, slide. I'm not that fat. I'm big boned. Frank! Chet! They cried out in unison. Are you hurt? This pause is for you. Frank. Then Chet. Sat up slowly. Aside from looking a bit dazed, they seemed to be all right. Yeah. <sighs> They were just hit yeah. with ro- like. So Dude, is this landslide a big deal? <laughs> Apparently or is not. It not. It's okay. Half the landslide fell on me, but it's all right. It's just a few pebbles. Like any amount of dirt or even water rushing over the road 
would carry you off the other side. Like these are rocks. These are rocks. falling from at least twenty feet, or if not twenty feet, then it's not a problem. I can tell you, I took a skipping stone as a child, right? Mm-hmm. A smooth, very thin, uh, small skipping stone, and a child's hands. I threw that that bad boy across the river. Completely misses the water. Nails my mom in the head. <laughs> oh no! Which cuts her open, insanely bad. Yeah. In which we need to go to the hospital. This is from a child throwing a small rock. You're telling me a giant, non-smooth, jagged rock falling on people, hitting them in their shoulders is just like, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah, I could walk that off. I'm on the baseball team. I'm. I'm trying to. Well, real quick. Yeah. I was at dinner with my mother. And yeah. my brothers and father one time, and we were we had a fork and we were putting like the wrappers from the straw on the end of the fork and yeah, then yeah. pounding the tines of the fork and, and launching. Yeah, uh, and my little well, brother catapults. did it. Oh no! And launched the fork into yeah. my mother's forehead, and she started bleeding, and we had to take her to see did the it doctor stick? as well. No, it was the back end, so it wasn't the fork end, Okay, but yeah. the way it tumbled through the air, it was actually like the back end of the handle that hit her, but it hit her so hard that it split her forehead open, and Oof. she started bleeding. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've, I've also been there when my mom got struck in the head. Yeah. But I don't want to get, I don't want to spend too much time complaining about this landslide, but I start thinking about the angle of the rocks, and if this is like a slope that stuff could make it down and onto the road... Mm-hmm. Where it would sort of like sweep out from underneath you, that's one thing. If it's rocks like falling through the sky that would hit you potentially like in the shoulder, where are they coming from where it's like so far above you that all of a sudden rocks just like – I don't know. <laughs> this whole thing seems weird. And then we get, we get some strange things here in a minute. But uh, so I got a mean wallop on my shoulder, Chet panted, gingerly rubbing the sore spot. Um, rock just missed my head, Frank said. Like, I, I, I just, I'm gonna have to Google landslides and see what we're dealing with. Because yeah. it, it just doesn't seem, it either seems like that's not a plausible a reaction. Deal, yeah. Where they should be dead, or that landslides aren't a big deal. And like, oh, well, like a rock hit me in the shoulder, but I'm fine. Yeah, I know. I just got shot in the forehead, but it's all right. You know, maybe. Maybe the author's kid got caught in a landslide and is just crying like a baby. And that's why he wrote this in of like, you see, Chet's fine. <laughs> Even a rock hit him. He doesn't walk around complaining and asking to use his dad's <laughs> telescope. And what it is is he's been beating his kids. And everyone <laughs> no. at school is asking where they're getting their bruises. And he keeps telling them, just tell him a landslide did it. <laughs> Come on, come on, landslide happened while you were sleeping last no night. No one's gonna <laughs> believe that someone could get hit by a landslide and survive. Yeah, why don't you check the newest Hardy Boys book? <laughs> in stores this Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just wrote it because he's an abusive father, and now every school that like buys these books, they read it first to make sure it's okay, and they see children <laughs> with bruises. Like, well, you probably got caught by a landslide. Yeah. What happened, kid? Landslide? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a landslide named Dad. <laughs> you know, my dad, Terry, the landslide, Rogers. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Terry, the landslide, Rogers. 170 pounds of twisted steel. 
and falling rocks. <laughs> oh, well, you fellas were lucky, Biff spoke up. How about the telescope? <laughs> Frank asked quickly. Take a look at it, will you, Joe? So Chet's just been hit by a rock. <laughs> they but, almost but the died. telescope... <laughs> I see the shot where, like, they all run over and Chet's writhing on the ground and they're, like, cradling the telescope. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> it's it's bleeding. It's a telescope. It doesn't bleed. Oh, well. Oh, it's my blood. I'm bleeding. <laughs> well, don't bleed on the telescope. Yeah. Oh, Dad's going to be mad. <laughs> oh, Dad's not mad. This, <laughs> just cradling the telescope. We'll, oh, we'll get God. your new eyepieces. He'll be he'll be good as new. <laughs> Hang in there, buddy. The battered carrying case, pushed out of the straps, which was held in place on the motorcycle, lay in the road, covered with stone and dirt. Stone. They were hit by stones. Stone to say is stone more than is rock. Just, yeah, yeah. My goodness. Stone I mean, if it was just dirt rock. covered with dirt, I'd be like, okay, it was just a landslide of mud and dirt, like little dirty pebbles. Yeah. But a stone. Uh, Joe opened the box and carefully uh, examined the telescope. Huh, looks all right to me, in his relieved voice. Of course, we won't know for sure till we try another eyepieces in it, uh, but at least nothing looks broken. Again, that's un- until we try parts 409. <laughs> A and 410, <laughs> available in four to six weeks. Oh, By this time, Frank gracious. and Chet were standing up and Biff remarked, while you two are getting your breath, Joe and I can take the biggest rocks out of the way. Some motorist may come speeding along here and break his neck or wreck his car unless this place gets cleaned up. How lame was this landslide if you can pick it up? Yeah. If there's dirt everywhere, Children how can do you just pick it up and move it? Bare, they don't have tools. Yeah. <laughs> how are they going to... Where are your tools? You can't do this without your tools. Luckily, Chet has some in his pocket. Oh, yeah. you mean these tools? Actually, that's another great point. Chet's got a screwdriver in his pocket and was just bowled oh over by God. a, a yeah. rock and like fell over in a landslide. How did he yeah. not puncture it's sticking his out lower of his kidney. He's just yeah. like, I'm all right. Hey, guys. I'm okay. Chet reached into his kidney and grabbed a screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys need this. I think that's in your artery. You shouldn't pull that out. Oh, it's fine. Pulls it out. Gushes. This is my favorite line, though. Uh, so let's get this place cleaned up. Oh, I'm okay. Chet insisted. The rock hit me. Felt just like a bender. A big end of the Milton High team. He's hit me so many a time the same way. And I'm just thinking, as the gaping hole in his head just gushes blood. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm football. I play football. <laughs> Mountain high. Just zoom Shit. out. His legs are gone. <laughs> just laying on the side of the yeah. I remember playing football. An old bender from Milton High would hit me. Hit me over and over. And, and Frank's hey, just saying, one more concussion. Gonna... <laughs> I'm dead for good. <laughs> Bottom half of his body's missing, and Frank's just sitting there like, you're going to play football again, and you're going to tackle everyone, and you're going to score a million touchdowns, Chet. You just relax, buddy. You big, strong warrior. Big, strong man. <laughs> you hungry? Hey, I'm just going to stab these screwdrivers in my nuts. Use them as legs. <laughs> <laughs> 
use that wrench to fasten on the right leg. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I got this miniature <laughs> sewing kit. <laughs> Other pocket had the sewing kit. Yeah. The needles are just sticking into his leg. They all just burst through. <laughs> it's okay. Just use the existing ones. <laughs> It's, it's Check out the super glue in my back pocket. <laughs> it sewed itself up from the inside. Yeah. Turned out it was fine. Under my hat, have a blowtorch, use it to solder the wounds. <laughs> That's just a, a prehistoric MacGyver. Now, quick, since the surgery's done, I need some electrolytes. Grab the Gatorade. <laughs> in my left shoe. <laughs> You don't even have a foot. This is just a Gatorade. And I lost it. <laughs> Old Bender hit me. Broke, broke my leg over and over. The boys looked at, at each other, knowing that there was no such player as Bender, and there's no such school as Milton High. They watched as the sunset quietly set oh, on their oh, old friend. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> That's can't the end do of Chet Morton. Got lightheaded. Oh, God. oh man! Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Frank too declared that he felt no ill effects. <laughs> <laughs> Together, the boys flung rock after rock into the field between the road and the water in pairs, and in pairs carried the heavier rocks out of the way. <sighs> this has <sighs> to be the most intense workout ever, like CrossFit yeah. to the extreme. They're picking up a landslide. Every heavy rock, all the dirt. They are clearing a highway. Yeah. If it was anything enough... It's in the hot sun, too. Yeah, if it's anything enough that could have wrecked a car, that's a that's a heavy rock. Yeah, that's a big load. That's Yeah. It's and, a lot of loads. And you're carrying this out the way? Yeah. <laughs> Poor boys, as, as their friend dies on the side of the road. <laughs> My face hurts. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Woo. That's good stuff. Oh, uh, so they start moving rocks out of the way. Guess we're all set now, Frank spoke up. Biff, I'm afraid you're going to be late getting home, he chuckled. Who is she? Oh, Uh-oh. Biff has a date. Biff, babe. is that what this is about? How'd you guess? I have a date tonight with Sally Sanderson. <laughs> but she's a good sport. She won't mind waiting a little longer. You know what? If I could say anything about Sally Sanderson, she is a sport. A good one. She's a good one. Yeah. This is also just just the way that these books are written. I wouldn't be surprised if they added in like Sally Sanderson, who was Bender's brother and also went to Milton High. <laughs> yeah. Who it hit just like the... as hard as Bender. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Sheila, who is not a good sport. <laughs> You see this, Sheila? <laughs> Chet can take a hit from Bender, but when I hit you... <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was thinking more. I'm ten minutes late because of a landslide. My shoulders hurt, and you can't wait ten minutes, Sheila? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that more. Yeah, But Sheila... <laughs> Wasn't a good sport. And you minded waiting. My telescope was yeah. broken and you yelled at me anyway. I've been picking up rocks 
for two, for two hours. hours because a landslide is a lot harder than you think. My fat friend died today. <laughs> took a rock to the shoulder. Broke his clerics. Couldn't breathe. Windpipe gone. Sheila. <laughs> This poor, this poor author just having the worst month of his life and writing aggressively and with a vengeance, yeah. just looking for vindication for everything that's happened to him. Almost got laid off because I was late driving to the office today because of the landslide. Well, let's see if the landslide slows them down. Somebody's got to pick up the rocks. Yeah. No, it's not going to slow down the Hardy Boys because Chet has got the tools that Sheila took out of my bike to fix her croquet set. Isn't that right? Croquet, Sheila! Why do you need tools? It's wood! It's wood! You're bending it! You're breaking it! The author isn't writing. He's sitting in a chair just facing the wall. Sheila left four years ago. Oh, my God. Oh, this is his therapy. My therapist said I should get it all out in a book. Oh, so again, the four boys... Just like my life, this chapter is a landslide! (laughs) One thing after another, <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Carol! Yes? Did Sheila leave? Six years ago. <laughs> My God. Every morning I, I remind you. <laughs> Ever since he was hit by that landslide, his memory isn't what it used to be. Ever since he took that rock to the shoulder. That's the oh, last Bender thing remember. gave him 16 concussions and then the landslide really did it in. Oh God, <laughs> Sally Sanderson. Yeah, so he's he's got a date. So they, they know, get on the motorcycles. They go. A few minutes later, it. a noise out in the ocean attracted Frank's attention, and he peered across the rolling sweep of waters. Hmm. A powerful speedboat came into view around the base of a small cliff about a quarter mile out. It was followed at a short distance by a similar but larger craft. Both boats were traveling at a high speed. Looks like a race, Joe called out. Let's watch it. Yes. Yeah, so so they... Here we get the... Uh, the Hardys ran their motorcycles behind a clump of trees and stopped, then walked down to the shoreline. And I paused here. Yeah. Where's the telescope? <laughs> Just going to leave we've it? We've known it every other time. Yeah. I get why they hid the motorcycles. <laughs> But I'd like to see, like, they quickly dug a two-foot hole, buried the telescope, and planted plants once they had covered it with dirt so that no one would suspect the telescope <laughs> the was telescope. buried there. Do you think people are going to know this is a telescope? No, it's planted in dirt, dude. People are going to think it's foliage. Let's move this bush. <laughs> Chet, you got your screwdriver? Cut down that bush. <laughs> Chet. It's really that, not how a screwdriver works. <laughs> Chet pulled a hatchet from his right boot. Uh, so it turns out that these, uh, these boats – and we get – I paused in this in the middle of this page and, and realized like this is good. This is this is like a well written little piece. Yeah. Where they're they're having this actual like race. Uh and it turns out the boats are not friendly. No. Like, one is clearly chasing another, they're like about to crash it's into each other. It's a Miami Vice kind of chase going on yeah. right here. 
But like they're really playing this out. This is like a, a page and a half of action, which yeah. we seldom get unless yeah. we're talking about telescope insane. operation. Yeah, yeah, it's very insane. Um, so the, uh, at one point, uh, the boat behind, uh, so the the lone man in the foremost craft was bent over the wheel from a little collision, uh, and in the boat behind, one of the two men suddenly raised his right arm high. A moment later, he Whoa. hurled an object through the air. It landed in back of the engine housing in the center of the craft. Oh. At the same time, the larger boat sped off seaward. Now, why would you do a thing like that? What was that? Chet asked. I suddenly, a sheet of flame <gasps> leaped high into the air from the smaller boat. There was a stunning explosion and a dense cloud of smoke rose in the air. Bits of wreckage were thrown high, and in the midst of it, the boys saw the occupant hurled into the water. My God, that's nuclear. So, the this next line. Dynamite. The next line. That's how my uncle fishes. With dynamite? Yeah, that's a bad joke. At first, I thought you were saying, <laughs> that's how my uncle fish is. <laughs> like, you have an uncle named Fish. He's my uncle Fish. He's got a great band. Explosive, just like my uncle Fish. <laughs> This next line. So, debris thrown high into the air, wreckage thrown high into the air, occupant hurled into the water, and then swiftly the whole boat caught fire. The flames raced from bow to stern. Uh, Two things. One, it seems like in an explosion this big where somebody was thrown out of the boat, the boat's mostly gone. It wouldn't, like, catch fire now. Yeah. Like it that, exploded. That's done. And why? From bow to stern, bow is the front of the boat. Yes. And if they threw this behind the wreckage or behind the the engine at the back of the boat, uh, or they say at the center of the boat, um, why would it catch fire from the front to the back? Just a strange thing. I feel like yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I feel like we could have just left that little small two sentence out. paragraph yeah. out and just left it with the occupant hurled in the water then mm. we cut right to that man frank shouted he's alive well clearly and the boys could see him struggling in the surf trying to swim ashore he'll never make it joe gasped he's all in we've got to save him frank cried out and my book has a period my book didn't have a period i know you added one with your pen yeah because i was like noble. well I, I guess that we're going on to the next page yeah. what happens next i've, got, it's a, the I've end. got a period just fine you got a sweet period so yeah that's no a, a great cliffhanger yeah. i don't know that i would have named this chapter landslide though a landslide did occur yeah i wouldn't have even had a landslide in there i would have had the boys bike break down just as the boats were going and instead of being fixed by chet with his pocket tools one of them being hit with a boulder yeah yeah just have that accident be the whole thing of it yep and my mind is racing as in uh, my mind is racing what were the original books like at this moment i feel like the landslide was added i feel like the the tool pockets were added hmm maybe the landslide was in there but i i I just can't see chet having a pocket full of tools it's interesting yeah, and I hadn't thought about like predicting the difference between the old book and the new book. But yeah. yeah, now that we've read the two and see like the strange things that they added or took away, yeah, to know or to guess, like I wonder, did someone add this in? Yep, or was this still there? I'm always like, they combined chapters in the originals. Yeah, this was these probably, ones are super short. Yeah, this I was wonder probably, if those ones were even shorter. Hmm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yeah. Ponderous question. So they've got a, a, a dude thrown from his boat. Yeah. High explosions. High explosions. Yeah. And so, after this thing exploded and threw him into the water, then it caught on fire. Yeah. My so, God. So it's getting and this dire. man is still alive, and he's just swimming. He's like, I'm all right. It's good. So Which, we've got to save him. We've the- gotten, uh, basically, these boys smuggling ghosts. Explosions? Confederates? Confederates? Landslides? Landslides? I mean, this is pretty action-packed. For the first book, all that happened was a jalopy was stolen. You know, And I'm, a cake was smashed. I'm wondering, and I don't want to go deep into another role-play with the authors, because I think I'll, I'll be too lightheaded. Yeah. But if there's a lesson in that, had the eyepieces been in the telescope during the landslide, they would have shattered... But because the eyepieces were taken stolen, out, it withstood the impact, and then they can go back in and put the eyepieces in, and sort sort of like a you know dodged bullet of like wow. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if the eyepieces had been in in the the microscope? It's almost like a psychic uh, premonition thing. Where later on we find out that Chet knew that those eyepieces would get destroyed. He knew the landslide was coming. Can't change fate. We all know how time travel Can't works. Can't fight fate. Yeah. Can't fight fate. Yeah. We've all read a Sound of Thunder. You know what happens? Mm-hmm. One small thing. One small bug. Dinosaurs are back. So, <laughs> so Chet, knowing ahead of time with his psychic capabilities, because he, he was the only one who could sense the ghosts. All right, he says, there's ghosts in this house. <laughs> there are ghosts in this house, and we need to get out. Chet was the last one to walk up the door. I'm starting to figure this out. I know what's going on with this book. Adelia Applegate. Oh, don't you bring Applegate into this. I'm just waiting for... The, the the snatch man or whatever his name is, snatchman, snatman, snatman, Felix yeah. snatman. That's it. I'm a snatman. I'm waiting to find out if this Felix is the guy snapman. on the boat. I feel like snatman is the man on the boat. Think I think that's who they're going to find. Felix snatman. Yeah, I or feel like they're going to pull snapman him out through the explosive. Of whatever I think it's was. a twist. I'm thinking they're going to introduce snatman here, and then the boys are going to rescue him, and it's going to be like, "What's your name?" Felix, Felix Snapman, and then they're all going to be. Oh no! What if he's like the name Felix Pollitt, who they thought was dead, but he's still alive. Bum bum bum! Yeah, it's one of the Felixes. What did they throw into the boat? Dynamite, right? Is that a thing? Yeah, they used that back in the westerns. I don't know. Like, I was wondering if it was like a Molotov cocktail or something. That'd be awesome. My guess is dynamite. But then I also wondered, like, a bomb, as we yeah. picture it at this time, was like a black bell, like a well, black ball. Yeah, if the bomb missed the boat it. and went to the water, it wouldn't explode. We all know how water diffuses bombs. Yeah. We've, we've read the <laughs> first book. We know Con Riley. Yeah. But I, it just made me wonder, where did those old bombs come from? Like, when was it a good idea to manufacture bombs that were a large black like have you seen like the circular the device. Batman with Adam West? I love that Batman. When he's got the big bomb and he's running along the dock, yeah. and he's like going to throw it in the water, but there's little ducks there, so he, yeah, he, he can't. can't. Ducks, yeah, yeah. But that like concept, like that's what bombs looked like, right? Or was that all an invention of Hollywood? I'm going to be honest. I have no idea, and I wouldn't put it past Hollywood to say that they created that look of a bomb. And I think you could also then say. If the bomb didn't go off by throwing essentially a cannonball into a smaller <laughs> yeah. boat, 
Like, it doesn't have to explode. You're going to sink the boat. Right, yeah. Like, it's going right through the wooden Yeah, hull. that's true. Why don't you just chuck a bowling ball or something like that? Yeah, this shouldn't be hard. Yeah. And at that time, like, I, I assume... Also, this is a small town. Like, wouldn't people have seen... I feel like this is a, a popular lake that they're racing on. This is the ocean. Oh, they're in the ocean. That's right. Never yeah. mind. Telescope is pointed out to sea. So it's sea. Yeah, you're he right. turned you're his right. boat seaward. Right. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, he called the guy seaward, and then <laughs> off they went. Yeah, I don't know how. So we're still not yet to the cover of the book. I assume we won't be for some time. No, I feel like Pretzels is going to be a, a hobo Johnny sort of in the end. He oh, so shows excited. up at the last minute to save him. Uh, Pretzel Pete, guys. Pretzel Pete at the Titanic. Pretzel Pete at the Titanic with the boys. Oh. 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 Short chapter. Like yeah, four very pages. short. Yeah. Crammed a lot of Still took an hour it. to read, but, you know, in the end. Yeah. Most of I'm pretty proud the, of it. Was the author's internal turmoil. <laughs> but not bad. No. You got anything else before, before we close out? No, not really. I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm curious who this man is. Me too. Yeah. I wonder which of the Felixes. Maybe it's Sally Sanderson's dad. Maybe it's Bender. Bender. Did you think Bender's going to get introduced? I don't know. It seemed odd that they would mention him by name and his school. Yeah. Like, why not just say, the like... Fam- he's like Morley, dude. Bender, the son of Morley. Yeah, Harold Morley of the Hamlin Company. Yeah, Bender Morley. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. Yesterday, uh, Jesse and I were driving and... This big trailer, like we were in the, there were three lanes. The rightmost was a right turn lane, but it wasn't green, yeah. but you could still go right. And there was this truck, like a pickup truck with this massive trailer that you could like pull cars onto, like probably fit two cars on this big trailer. Nothing Ooh. on it though. But as he made the turn, it was so close as the back swung because like how far back from the wheels it was, as the back of the trailer swung as he made it, it almost nicked our car. It was so oh. close. But as Jesse was like, whoa, like we were both like, whoa, I noticed that the trailer, real big on it, said Kaufman Trailers. No way. And I had to say like, whoa, <laughs> it's Kaufman. A Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> Recognize that anywhere. <laughs> trailers of Kaufman. I'm so happy in times of almost death, <laughs> you're just thinking of the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know quality <laughs> when I see it. I know you do. And that trailer would have destroyed our car because Kaufman's are well built. <laughs> the finest in the business. Now, would you like to do another segment? Do we have time for a segment? Yeah, let's hit it. What you got? You want to do a three-minute movie? Yeah. Let's do a three-minute movie. Three-minute movie. Let's What's check the... out somebody's Instagram. Super fit. Is... Let's wanna hit up Keith. I'm thinking Keith. Let's check out yeah. Keith's Instagram. And Keith is a, uh, a loving fan. He recently texted me how much he enjoyed... Our last episode of season one, and uh, that made me very happy. Thank you, Keith. See, oh, his last picture. This is great. He's with, uh, <laughs> there's three three gentlemen featured in this photo. Uh, Keith is betwixt two other uh, other guys. One Handsome. wearing a crooked hat gentleman. in the foreground. Another has a jovial smile. It's a very background. jovial smile. I will have to admit with that. But in a Hardy Boys setting, I have to imagine that right behind these boys... Their motorcycles are tucked into that tree. I would say so, too. And, and they're, they're waiting for something. My guess is that these guys are also being captured not by a phone, but by a telescope. It does seem I pretty think close. that these men are being spied upon. 
Wow. Right? And we know Keith that they're watching us. Picture. It's like that scene in Heat when he was like, what were they looking at? They were looking at us. That's bum, what it bum, is. Bum. We know we are currently being watched. It's all the patrons. They found out where we live, where we record. And they want their money back. And they want their money back. No, they want to give us more money. More money? Oh, my God. I just realized something sad. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I'm going to be very, very vulnerable on the podcast. I like, like genuinely. Yeah. Um, I, uh, with my weight, as it has fluctuated, mm-hmm. I'm higher than I would like it to be. Yeah. It, it is a bit of a struggle for me. Um, and I realized, looking at this photo, that if we were to say this is a scene from the Hardy Boys, <laughs> oh. I'm Chet. <laughs> I'm the Chet in this photo. I was going to say, who do you think's Frank? Who do you think is Joe? And I realized, I'm, looking at this, that... Uh, yeah. Chet's taking the selfie right up front, and I think <laughs> I'm gonna say it's going Chet, Frank, Joe uh, in that line. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I don't know. I feel like I could be a good Frank too, but Keith is just. If you're not looking at this photo, it is a photo of myself, Keith, and David. Yeah, sitting on a curb, and and I look like Chet Morton in this photo, which is okay. I feel like because that I need means to stop you have this tools in your go pocket for a run. <laughs> just I. And with that, the boys went on a run. <laughs> just, I can't be Chet Morton. I've got like four cookies left in my pocket. I'm going to finish those and an apple. Uh, try not to eat the screwdriver, and then we'll be good. Well, my, my, I brought some chicken sandwiches. My mom made them. Did you want one? I already had two, and then I missed. I've got a couple. This is just second dinner, though. I have a couple cookies left too. Oh, and a couple slices of that cake we like. Oh, God, I never go anywhere without cake. some cake. Yeah, you need the cake. Oh, yeah. Three-minute mystery. Three-minute mystery. Solved. Yeah. We now know who is who <laughs> of the Hardy Boys Patreon characters. The Spies. Yeah. The Patreon Periscope. That. Ooh, bum, bum, bum. I like that. Thank you. Yeah, well done, sir. You know what we forgot to do? Huh? Rats, dude. What? I'm, I'm going to do it, but know that it's it could have been better. But I wanted to start all of these episodes of season two with the theme song. Oh we're yeah. Like, with the theme, the theme song would play and then like we would like come in talking over it as it finished up and like come in that high energy. Oh yeah. And I I'd, like we still can, but I think in the future we need to remember that so like we can be sort of high energy cuz we come in like chapter, chapter 3. three. Like, yeah. like, but like if like the music's we, going, we got to come, come on in mid tangent. Mid tangent. Yeah, open yeah. the door to no that one cold knows what open. we're talking about. We got mid tangent, maybe mm. last 30 seconds, maybe last mm. 15 seconds. Then like we get it. on to the title. I like it. Yeah. Well, that that's the conception. Now people know what we're going to do. No one's going to be shocked by it. And next time, we'll nail it. Yeah. We'll nail it right out the door. Oh, you're darn tootin'. When we start chapter four. <laughs>